Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. You're with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by country musician Jerry Sarita. And today with Jerry, we're diving behind his new album classic, Country couple where Jerry's not just paying homage to the community that helped to build him, not just his family and his friends, but also his indigenous upbringing, his background as well. And we're going to dive into how this all came together and with this album too. We also see Jerry teaming with an all indigenous writing and production team as he teams again with Troy Kokel, who produced his award-winning 2019 album, Don't Mind If I Do. And with this as well, Jerry is trying to continue a teaching energy because, spoiler alert, Jerry used to be a teacher. So what sort of life lessons is he trying to teach in these songs? And what sort of lessons is he trying to take back into his community to those younger musicians who are still trying to break their foot into the door of the music industry. All of this and oh so much more in today's conversation with Jerry Sarita and in the celebration of today, which also happens to be National Indigenous Day. I just say that we go ahead and jump right on into this conversation and talk a little bit about that classic country couple with Jerry Sarita. Let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello, Jerry. How's it going? Good bad, Colton. How are you doing? Ah, having a, a beautiful day. Beautiful day. So I cannot complain myself. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Always, always a good feeling. Always a good feeling. How, how is the uh, weather out in your neck of the woods? Oh, it's um, as you might be able to see through this little curtain here that doesn't block the sun very well. It is a very sunny day out in my uh, neck of the woods out here in B.C. So, like I said, I cannot complain. It's a beautiful day. I'm probably going to open that bad boy up once we finish up here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, weather here's been off and on, but uh, that's prairies for you. So you take the good, you take the bad, and uh, you just kind of roll with it. I mean, it's we've had our hot days, we've had our snowy days, and uh, we've had our rainy days, but it's take them all. It's as much as the rainy days suck when you live in somewhere like the prairies, they are also very important though. So it's, you kind of have to take them, right? Uh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I grew up uh, in the country and uh, I grew up in a farming community. Uh, we did some farming ourselves and there was, it's very important. And, um, you know, I'm in Alberta now, but, um, back home in Manitoba, it was so important in terms of like my family's come from a background of like there I grew up farming, I grew up hunting, trapping, uh, fishing, 
uh, and the weather affects all of that. But uh, I know it's been pretty dry across the prairies lately, and there's fires burning, starting to burn in in very important places to me, and very important places to a lot of other people. So we'll take the rain. Yes, absolutely. I originally come from Saskatchewan, and even in BC here, you have the forest fires. So I'm pretty sure that all of Western Canada, maybe even the farmers out in Ontario, would are uh, very gracious for a little bit of moisture. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's um, there was a fire burning right close to where I grew up uh, just recently, and I think they got it under control now thanks to uh, some of the 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 rain that they've had in manitoba so i'm thankful for that all right well i'm also very thankful to hear that and hopefully everything is under control and does continue to stay that way because from what i've heard what i can see in my research this home it's uh very important to you as you're paying homage to it with this new record that we're discussing here today yes um you know, my entire musical journey has been just that. It's been a journey. Um, I think as I have grown up, um, moving from the country into the city and, and going to universities and stuff like that and experiencing a different life and having a different vibe and a different feel. Uh, I think that really came out in, in my earlier records. And this one's taking a little bit more back to to me as a person and and as my my personal growth journey as we went through it um growing up as an indigenous person in manitoba it's always been an important part of my heritage an important part of who i am and um yeah uh we decided to release this record on uh national indigenous day because of that um it's to to me it's it's the perfect culmination of me being able to release a new chapter in my life and a new record and uh, a new partnership actually, because this is also uh, the, the last album we released Troy Kokel, who who's now producing my album and co-writing uh, a lot of the songs in the albums as well. He, he helped me finish off a couple songs on that album and get ready for, for this new project. But this project is entirely uh, myself and Troy Kokel and, um, the guy that's helping me do vocals is Jamie Lilly. Um, so all three of us have uh, an indigenous heritage. And so it's a very important project to all three of us and a very important day for us to be releasing something new. Okay. So not just paying homage to the roots, your family, that trapping, the fishing, all the things that went into making you, but also sort of celebrating that background by not just having you as a part of the team, but the entire team coming from that indigenous community. That that's a big part of it too. Um, I've always, I've always considered myself a people person. Um, my background, I was a high school teacher for many years. I also taught elementary school, middle school, um, uh, you know, I got my background in, in counseling and resource. Um, and, and all of that was, it helped mold me as a person. And, um, I think it helped me deal with a lot of things that were in my family. Uh, I know talking about a really difficult issue right now, um, the recent find at the residential school, I mean, that's been affecting the indigenous community across Canada. 
Um, and, and I do have relatives who went through the residential school system. Um, it didn't impact my family directly, but all of my friends and, and all the people and all the things that we've had to deal with uh, our entire lives, it, it just, it, it comes to a point where you feel and you know that this is out there and this has been a part of a very traumatic part of the Canadian history. And I mean, it, trying to empower youth has always been my goal uh, with music and with uh, storytelling and with, you know, learning to play instruments. Um, for me, it's been uh, not only an enlightening experience for myself, but it's, it's, it's been a mental grounding point. It's helped me uh, deal with uh, love and loss and growth throughout my life. You know, whether it's songs that I've written uh, songs that uh, I enjoy on an everyday basis. I I mean, a lot of, I often find that um, it's a different, it's a different kind of sentiment. If I'm hanging out with a bunch of friends and we're going out on a weekend or we're going out to a festival or even some of the songs we choose to play uh, as cover tunes once in a while, they're songs that are really upbeat and really energetic. And I find that personally, when I'm, when I have my own time and I listen to some songs, it's often the complete flip side. It's, it's the really uh, empowering um, songs that, that talk about life and talk about that journey and all the, the painful and wonderful things that you experience as, as you move along. Uh, and I've always said that every time I sit down to write a song, um, I, I always have in the back of my mind that I want to write that one song that if I had three minutes left to say one thing, what would it be? So that really, uh, kind of gears me towards coming into a writing session with uh, a focused mindset and really being able to push into some places that are great moments in my life and some that weren't so great, but it allows me to, to kind of draw out that emotion and, and hope that comes across in the songs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So not only just continuing to express your own experiences and your own emotions, but also continuing to teach through song to try and build community to try and give like you said that experience that knowledge whatever it happens to be that somebody takes from those songs just passing on those messages of growth of healing of learning from those bad experiences to do exactly that grow and heal Absolutely. Um, you know, music has that ability for a lot of different people to, to put you in places and to help you deal with things. And I, I feel that everybody at some point in their lives has heard a song that's, it's touched an emotion. Um, it's, it's taken them to a certain point. And, uh, it's always been my dream because some of the most talented musicians I've ever met, some of the most, um, powerful storytellers have been when I've been fortunate enough to uh, either go spend some time uh, up in uh, indigenous communities 
or speak to indigenous elders or talk to indigenous youth there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion and uh I, I really appreciate that about my Indigenous upbringing was the fact that I, I, I continue to live life by heart. I, I'm the person that, um, you know, as much as annoying as it can be, if I get a phone call from a friend um, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning and they need some kind of help, I'm not going to be happy about doing it, but I'm going to go because I care about them. and. I'm just not happy about having to wake up, but I'm always happy afterwards to, to know that I was able to help somebody who needed to help. Um, not everybody has that support network in place. Um, and I, I think through music and through uh, connections with uh, Indigenous peoples, we can strengthen that support network that we have in place uh, that is part of kind of our upbringing. Um, indigenous People have always been about community and about the important role of community in in keeping people together and supporting everybody in their roles within the community. So that uh, is, is an establishment that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting with music and I'm starting with storytelling and starting with trying to be, um, I guess, a lead by example. Uh, I, I want I want the world to know that uh, there are a lot, there are a lot of amazing, uh, super talented indigenous um, people uh, of all genres of music and arts and entertainment. Um, I happen to be country, and uh, it's always been my passion. Part of my upbringing was I grew up around the uh, Dauphin, Manitoba area, and that's where they have a giant music festival. Uh, uh, I guess it would be similar to out in um, BC. They used to have merits or I, I, when live shows were a thing. Uh, Alberta has Big Valley Jamboree, and I had Dauphin Country Fest pretty much on my 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 doorstep, and I got to see a lot of amazing Canadian and American talent across the stage, and it's always been inspirational. And I guess as as a as a little country boy, as a little uh, an indigenous person. All I had were those role models who were telling me to follow my dreams and to continue and to support me every time you got knocked back down. You know, it was one of those things where uh, the music industry is a pretty tough, tough place to be if you don't know how to take no as an answer because it's uh, it's more common than not. I think for somebody to say, well, this isn't quite what we're looking for. So it, it's kind of being able to uh, look at a situation and find the positives in it. So for every time I got to know, I, I mean, I, I don't like to bother people, but I will ask what could be done better so that uh, I can improve as uh, as a person and as a songwriter and as a musician, um, and hopefully be able to pass on some of that knowledge that uh, I'm gaining uh, to other youth and um, people who want to follow the same kind of path. Absolutely, it's it's helping to teach and, as you say, build community. And it takes a village 
a community in order to build someone. So like you say, it's important to all the things that helped to grow you. And it's also important to learn a lot of those lessons of life because you're going to hear no a lot, but no doesn't necessarily always mean it can't happen. It might just mean not right now, or there's another door somewhere else that you can open that can help lead you to where you're going. You just haven't found that door yet. And that's, that's where I kind of uh, try to take this now is, um, you know, I still take every opportunity I can to, um, to work with youth, to inspire youth, to help them see uh, their own path, whether it's music, whether it's being a musician, whether it's going to university, whether it's taking a trade, whether it's going out into the world to find their own way. Uh, I, I'm all, I've always been big about helping people understand that no is sometimes a difficult thing, but it, it can be uh, a stepping stone for growth. Um, and, and definitely I've always been open to anybody reaching out to me on social media. Uh, it, it happens quite a bit. Um, and I'll have people ask me about, you know, everything from what are inspiration to songs to, um, what, how did I get into the business to how did I, you know, get, get a radio station to play me. Um, and the truth is it's such a complicated industry. There's so many ways to get into it. Some of my friends got in through songwriting, some got in through singing. Um, you know, I, I like to still think that my first stepping stone into this industry was, um, there was a kind of a talent contest associated with, um, an indigenous festival based out of Winnipeg, Manitoba, but it, it's, it's worldwide now. Um, and it, it allowed me to showcase my music to a, a new, it wasn't a new market, but it gave me kind of a, a larger platform to uh, show people my music and I'm super appreciative of, of that opportunity. And if I can offer similar opportunities to somebody else who needs that kind of in, uh, I'm always there to help. I, I think it's, it's kind of, you can take, I, I can remove myself from the classroom um, to go sing country music, but that, that innate wanting to teach and to pass on knowledge will be something that, is going to be a part of me forever. And, uh, I, I do want to showcase the amazing talents that are out there, wh whether it's from my indigenous communities or whether it's from, you know, youth aspiring to take the next big step in, in music. Uh, I, myself, every time I ask for feedback, every time I get to talk to some new managers, producers, marketers, uh, I feel I learn a little bit more and I'm still growing as a person. And, you know, every year, every small victory that I have is, it still feels like the very, very first one. Um, I'm, I just think that now I have a little bit more patience and uh, learned how to take no a little easier. And I find that change from taking no 
in a negative light and flipping it to a positive light a lot quicker. Okay. Okay. So a lot that you touched on there, a lot of important lessons once again, where once again, no, is it can be tough, but we learn through it. And otherwise, is it's, it's, you say is it almost being able to play another festival. And sometimes it you never know what those moments can be or what those next benchmarks can be, whether it is your path is whether you go to university or you're a visual artist or otherwise, but it's those foundation moments and those continuing those steps, those building blocks where maybe it wasn't necessarily a whole new audience, but in that moment, after years of probably playing in your bedroom, learning from your grandmother, those first chords, playing in small clubs, it was that first moment of actually realizing my music can take me somewhere bigger. All of those are, were, are, are amazing things you just talked about. Um, I, I can still remember the, the very first small venues I played. I can still remember every moment I spent with my grandmother. Um, and, and she, she was such a big part of me being in music. I mean, right up until 94 years old, every time she came over, she was, uh, the first thing that she would say is, Hey, hey did you read any new songs? Um, play them for me. Or if I didn't write any new songs, you know, play some old songs or play some of my favorite cover tunes. Uh, and she would, sometimes jam along with me. Sometimes she would just sit and listen. And that, that, those were special moments that, you know, I am so grateful. I got to spend so many years with her and, um, I still, um, I think by taking a new direction and by refocusing my music, uh, and by working with a really positive team, I'm, I'm honoring her spirit in terms of continuing to pursue uh, my dream of singing. And uh, like you said, every small victory is something new. Um, even with our last release, Anywhere But Me, uh, you know, the couple of new radio stations that uh, I got emails from and they said, hey, you know, we really like this. We're going to take a, a chance on this one. Love what you're doing. That means like that's, it's one of those like crazy want to dance, like a, a 10 year old kid receiving his favorite gift. You know, you're, you're so excited and it's so, it's such a powerful moment, but it just shows you that it takes that dedication and it takes being able to take some type of feedback and, and grow with it, uh, learn from it. Um, what we do in music, um, you know, whether it's me or whether it's one of my heroes, they've all experienced it. Uh, the times where somebody said, yeah, no, I, I really don't hear it. This, I don't, this song is never going to go anywhere. But then somebody else says, wow, this is, uh, this is magic. This is gold. This is amazing. We love it. Can't wait to see what's next. So I, I really am appreciative of every uh, new station that adds me. 
I'm humbled by every station that continues to play my music after they've added me because it, it really is a relationship uh, with, with the radio stations, with the program directors, with music directors, with the managers, the agents, your, your bandmates, um, with the different festivals that, that are booking shows. It's a relationship that you hope grows and that you continue to foster. And, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a market that this pandemic has been really tough on in terms of making it hard for people to get out there and, and make the money they need to sustain this. But it's been also a time of a lot of creativity and a new way of thinking. I think this pandemic has really pushed people so a lot of people to different limits that they've never experienced before. And that in itself has become a creative kind of envelope for people to, to figure out who they are as people, who they want to be perceived as and how and where their next step forward is going to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. This time, like you said, give people a lot of time to create but it also gave a lot of people who are always constantly on the grind, on the road, doing all these other things to figure out what is my next move? Who do I want to be moving forward, not just as a musician, but also as a human being? Yes. Um, I've, you know, country music is one of those industries where um, I feel because I, I grew up with all types of music. I mean, I remember growing up, I was listening to everything from pop bands to R&B to rap, hip-hop, uh, rock and roll, classic rock, country, uh, contemporary country, old country. Um, but really, like when when you think about what makes you a person, it's taking elements from stories that mean something to you and, and hopefully help you learn who you are as you grow. And I mean, it's uh, what I appreciate about being a a country musician is um, I feel my audience has been very loyal um, in terms of sticking around as, as I go through my journey. So the people that were with me on the first album, rocking out to some party tunes, are are now you know enjoying some of the tunes of uh, of love and loss. Um, still the odd party tune. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a staple of country music. You know, everybody thinks we are the the lovers, the the losers in terms of losing everything from our farms to our wives to our dogs uh, <laughs> to then having to go whoop it up right because you have to have some laughs as well as all the bad stuff in life but the truth is it's a part of everybody i mean we all have our ups and our downs and uh it's just about being able to celebrate that experience with somebody else and i really think that's what music is um uh regardless of what the theme is uh somebody's got something out there for them and uh you know when i when i talk to people that are starting to get into songwriting they say well what do i write about i say well you know 
it doesn't have to be the cliche. You don't need to have a dog named Red. And you don't have to have a, a, a big green tractor. Just write about what you know. Write about what you love. And uh, the truth is, not every song you write is going to be a hit. And sometimes you'll write 15 songs and only one of them is something you want to record. But I like, but I do believe firmly that every one of those songs has a piece of you in it. And it, it's, it's therapy in itself. It shows you what you're thinking about, what your passions are, what your dreams are, um, what's on your mind. And some songs are for you and some songs are for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's it. And it's even those songs that sometimes are for you can end up being interpreted by someone else in a completely different way that helps them take on their own experiences. It's a beautiful thing with songwriting is, as you say, you can storytell. It's you can go through the bad and the good and in the human experience. None of us just ha- is happy all the time or sad all the time. We have that variety, that range of feelings. And like you say, it's, it's important to f- share things with someone as well. And I feel like you combine all of these things very well inside of this album and also inside of the title track of this album because you sing of a relationship. You sing of sharing experiences with someone growing as well, which is other things that we've talked about this whole time too. So take us a little bit behind Classic Country Couple. You know, Classic Country Couple, um, it's the album itself has a little bit of, uh, I think, all of those elements. Um, Everything from Anywhere But Me, which is really about like a loss and, and that wondering why you're left wanting this person, but this person's moving on. They have their own dreams, their own goals. And, you know, it, it happens to people and and we get stuck there, but we need to know that, you know, we can move on and we do have our own dreams and our own goals. Um, so there's songs like that. And then there's songs like, uh, uh, don't mind if I do, which is about, um, guy receiving a phone call um during the night and saying you know you need me and i'm there for you and i don't mind if i do i'm coming over to help coming over to be with you coming over to cuddle up uh spend some time with you then there's things like trailers rocking where you know it's all about having a, a good old country party uh and we actually have a music video for that one you can check out um and it really is that we, we literally crammed ourselves into this little tiny dilapidated trail. This was before COVID restrictions. So <laughs> it was all good. I was not breaking the law, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we all crammed ourselves in there and we had, um, you know, uh, they had a couple, uh, beverages and, um, we just had a good old time, uh, doing the shoot. And that, that's what it's about. It's about if, if, uh, there's a party going on, we're country people. Uh, you're always welcome. Come on down. You know, if the trailer's rocking, don't bother knocking. Just come on in. Um, and then we have the title track, Classic Country Couple, which is, uh, it, it was a very important song for me, both as a person and uh, 
kind of homage to my grandmother and grandfather who were a huge part of my life. Uh, my grandfather and grandmother, they were the kind of people that, uh, when somebody needed help, they were there. Uh, they used to live out in kind of, um, an isolated community. And whenever they'd go to town, they used to ask people what they would need for supplies and they would always pick them up, bring them back out, drop them off. But my grandfather and grandmother were people who refused, uh, to take any kind of monetary payment. Um, they were, they were just there to help people. So, you know, the community around them rallied back by, uh, they were commercial fishermen. So my grandmother and grandfather always had a good supply of fish. Uh, there was lots of skilled people out in this community in terms of, um, carpenters and, and electricians and plumbers. So whenever something needed to be done, you know, the whole community rallied around them and helped them do it. It was kind of their way of saying thanks since uh, my granny and grandpa wouldn't take uh, that kind of monetary payment. And so Classic Country Couple is, is really about, um, the whole premise of the song is, is, is a guy seeing a woman, uh, you know, being yelled at in front of her friends, being mistreated in a way and and the guy is saying like this guy is crazy for treating you this way you know if we were together we could be the, the perfect classic country couple um and you know that's what i look for in my life is i i know i said perfect classic country couple i know that perfection is a, a sliding scale in terms of what people are and you know couples are gonna have good times and bad times but i think if there's respect in the relationship and you have, you know, mutual goals and mutual uh, aspirations, it's going to work out. And I always look at, you know, you see the classic country couples uh, like Johnny and June and the song mentions them and they really, you know, they had their time together. Then they had their time apart and then they ended up back together and they were one and the other for each other. And that really was what my grandma and grandpa were. Uh, they, they spent every minute together, um, working together, helping people together. And, uh, my grandfather got sick before he passed away. And my grandmother, she never missed a day. My grandfather was sick for, for quite a few years. And she never missed a day where she didn't go to see him, you know, uh, towards the end, she would be there every day to feed him supper. Um, uh, that kind of love is, I think the foundation of what country music is really based around in terms of somebody's always searching for it or mm -hmm. somebody's lost it, or, you know, it's a piece of somebody's upbringing. Uh, and it really is about that respect. Um, so classic country couple is a huge, uh, it's a huge moment for me. It's a huge moment for, for me to, to thank my granny and grandpa for instilling those types of beliefs in me and for having a super, super supportive family around me my whole life. I don't think I would have been able to accomplish what I've accomplished to this point 
without them. I really do think that uh, they were my community as well as all my, uh, you know, cousins and relatives. So it really goes back to that um, indigenous belief about growth through a community and the community raises you. So uh, that, that had a lot to do with our decision to release the song on, um, on indigenous day, national indigenous day. And even after the decision was made, um, I, I like to think that, you know, sometimes things work together. The universe works in some kind of symbiosis to bring everything together. And, uh, uh, APTN, uh, reached out to me and asked if I would like to be a part of indigenous day live, uh, this year. Um, of course I agreed instantly. So this year they decided, um, well, Indigenous Day Live is going to be first broadcast on June 20th. So that is the day before. It's kind of the transition um, to Indigenous Day, which is when we had already decided we would like to release the, the, the new single and the album, Classic Country Couple. So, you know, it's also going to be the first opportunity for people to not just see a music video, but to see the band and myself perform the song live and uh, perform a couple of the songs off the album live. So it just worked out perfect. And I'm, you know, thankful to the universe uh, for the opportunity. And uh, again, I, I, I feel that uh, my ancestors are looking down on me and, and giving me a little bit of a helping hand here. It's like you said, it's almost like it was meant to be where the community, that it was a community that helped to build you, like you said, that helped to get you to this point. And it's the community that you want to help to continue to give back to, continue to grow, and that is helping to give back to you. That's It's sort of all working out with the all-Indigenous team, the network that wants you to give you the opportunity to help share your experiences and help to maybe give a voice to those youth that you hope to inspire, that next generation of Indigenous musicians, whichever genre they happen to be. So it's really beautiful how it's all come together. It, it certainly is. Um, I, I've always been a firm believer in, in the energy in the universe. And that's why I am hoping to put that, that type of energy back out there, that um, positive energy, but also at the same time, a helpful energy. And, um, you know, I did it for years uh, as a teacher. I did it for years as a, as an older brother. I did it for years as a, as a helping cousin friend. And uh, now I'm hoping to do it through music in any way that I can, um, uh, helping the youth or helping people in the community. I, I've always had this dream, and I'm going to figure it out yet one of these times. But uh, I've been to a, a lot of these uh, more isolated Indigenous communities, and what has always blown my mind is it's 
within those communities, I've met some amazing people, uh, killer songwriters, like super talented musicians, um, artists, entertainers, dancers, fiddlers. And they have such a talent that I'm, I'm humbled to even be able to witness what it is that they're doing. And I would love, I've often thought about, uh, I wanted to do kind of a viral, I, I call it viral, but I don't know if it would go viral, but I would love to get into these communities when I'm there and not just be there to entertain them, but to give them a voice to show the world or the internet what kind of amazing talent is there and that they sometimes don't even know at that point that they have this type of skill that I, I, I would love to be able to go see on a regular basis. I would love to be able to purchase their art. Uh, I would love to be able to hear them sing, to play, to dance, um, to tell their stories. And, and each community has that support network behind them. And these are their community superstars. But uh, I honestly think a lot of them could be, you know, national uh, stars in terms of their, their talents. It's just, I think back to when I was in a small community and I didn't have the connections that I've been lucky enough to make now. Um, and I just want to be a conduit to help people understand what support is there for people as well as if I could ever be part of giving them their own voice or their own stage to present their talents on, uh, I would love to do that. That that's my ultimate dream. Uh, I mean, uh, singing across the world is, is a dream too. Uh, but being this person is what I think makes me want to give it my all on stage all the time is I want to not only help them, but I was always told as, as a teacher, we lead by example. So if I can continue to further my platform and, and to make my music uh, more commercially viable, I feel I'll start having even more of a voice to help uh, some of these indigenous people and some uh, aspiring country musicians, uh, musicians in general, I guess, to, to understand some of the ways and some of the resources available to, for them progress their dreams so like i said I'll, I'll always be a teacher in some aspect uh and it's it's just humbling that that i can still go on stage and, and tell my stories and have people enjoy them while um the band and i uh, do our best to convey that that sentiment wow Wow. So trying to continue to build your platform so that you can give, like we mentioned earlier, somebody those building blocks, that foundational moment that makes them realize they can go on to do something bigger and they most definitely can. And I have enjoyed these lessons that you have brought us here, Jerry, taking us behind 
this album, and not just this album, but also the stories and some of the processes, the people that have helped these stories come to life? You know, uh, it's it's not often I get a chance to to really dive into the stuff behind it, but um, I guess my as much as music is my dream, it's become kind of a a duality now where uh, every little step that I take in music is really like every single course I've taken in university. It's becoming something that I feel is valuable knowledge that I can now pass on to somebody else. And I don't think it, it necessarily translates only to country music or only to music. Um, because it, it very similar to me as a person believing that a community of people raised me, uh, music is a community of people that, that raises up their own stars. They, they take the people that they believe in. They take the people that, you know, are, are listening to their advice, learning from them, growing from them. Uh, they really are. They're, they're taking those people and saying, you know, this, this person's got it, but <laughs> they may not have always had it. They got it because they've listened to the advice. Um, they've put themselves out there. They've taken a chance. They've heard no, uh, and they've gotten back up. They've gotten back up and they've tried again. Uh, and they continue to hone their skills until they became something that was, uh, it's always been a star, but now it's a star that, uh, you know, the clouds have parted and everybody can kind of see that it's sitting there and it's, it's an opportunity for those people to, to really shine. And every time I get on stage, uh, I do my best to shine and, uh, every opportunity I have in music, I hope I learn a little bit from it so that, uh, I can pass that on and, you know, hopefully somewhere down the road, uh, I can help somebody else shine as well. Wow. Fantastic. The more that we illuminate, the more that we can illuminate other people and other things. And I feel that this is a fantastic lesson. And thank you, Jerry, for joining me here today on the Desert Tiger podcast. Thank you, Colton, for having me. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Um, And uh, love your podcast. And I love that you give a platform to people to do just that, you know, tell their story and, and, and help others see um, maybe a little bit more about them and, and what makes them and themselves shine. Oh, Ambush, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Jerry Sarita, because I know that I did. And you can find Jerry's new album classic country couple over on your favorite music streaming service right now and you can also go ahead and find jerry over on his social media channels and i highly suggest you do because jerry is hosting a live stream album release concert on his social media channels for sunday june 27th at 7 30 p.m eastern time that's right that is this upcoming sun day and you do not want to miss out 
on that party and with that it's now time that i thank jerry cerrito with one last roaring dtv thank you and i need to thank suzanne bus for setting up this conversation i need to thank german at your for being the audio wizard who makes everything sound so good and i need to thank you the m Bush for checking out this episode of the DTP. If you have yet to join with the ambush, well, guess how easy it is. You want to go and hit that subscribe button right now? Oh, dang. Ah, oh, snap. You just joined the ambush. It was that easy. If you've already joined, you can continue to help the show grow by sharing this episode, by giving the DTP a five-star review, or heading on over to our web store, deserttigermerch.com. And with that, it's about time we say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go and find your roar. Then let it out into the world and show them just how powerful, how wondrous, how beautiful, you and your roar are because you are all three of these things and oh so much more and until next time am bye-bye the desert tiger podcast